everyone, welcome to another episode of Deploy the Garrison. We have everyone back, ready to go. I believe it was me who was missing, so we threw up a uh, a filler episode. We had uh, all of that stuff we recorded with Evan that we kind of bodged together to make some something resembling a show. So hopefully it wasn't too uh, too rambly. I think there was some good content in there. I I know Zach, you listened to it. So was how bad was it? It's pretty fine. I mean, it was definitely chaotic. I like to think we have a little bit of polish, and that was out the window. But Evan's likable. You guys are likable. I mean, I'm really glad, Chris, that you give Alan all the crap for you know loving Evan while I'm over here referring to him as the Lat God, and that's that's <laughs> apparently totally fine. Lat God, X-wing bro, whatever. T70 bro. T70 bro. What his lats and traps look like, man? I've never seen him work out, so uh, I'll just let that one sit and percolate for a while, and then we can move on. <laughs> nope, How are you doing? Not Alan? touching that one. Not touching that one. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, settling back into my house, and it's uh, much nicer to be home. Yeah, I believe it's been stressful lives for us all all around. You know, I had friends visiting. The worst, worst in the world. Obviously, having to like do stuff and enjoy socializing with people. Alan moved house. Zach's got a new dog. You know, it's so all all go for the deploy of a garrison and cast. Uh, we're deployed. That's for sure. I mean, our bedroom. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Alan. Uh, we're we're deployed. Not, yeah. not like militarily, but you know, yeah, definitely so busy. We are planning on catching up with uh, Tempest Force Talk this week, right? We uh, we we got it. We were going to do a show, and we didn't do a show, and it all, all kind of happened. So we're a little bit late to the party, but I like to think that we get to have a more refined opinion now. So that's going to be our main topic. And then for our officer's mess, I've done some painting, which is a little bit dull to talk about. You know, it's... Uh, showing off my nicely painted models is the best podcast format of, uh, you know, best use of our podcasting time, audio <laughs> format and all of that. So I will throw it over to you two, because you guys have got games to talk about, right? Who's going to go first? Mine is uh, short, so I'll do mine first. All right. Um, actually, I got a lot of painting done, too, because I am um, increasingly getting hype for Bright Tree Village and playing Ewoks. Not totally sure where it's coming from, but the excitement is high in here. Um, and then I did get a game in with the Ahsoka Cassian list that I've been talking about since Ahsoka got spoiled. Uh, this one was double FD, no special forces. So Ahsoka, Cassian, Officer, um, two vets with the heavies, a Mark II, uh, two FD cannons, and then with the... with um overcharge generator and then with a little bit of points you get left um you get like 65 points uh, a couple of people suggested rebel troopers with the um, the stx 21 shotgun and frag grenades um kind of some baby sons so i got a game with that um i lost at turn zero uh because i we wound up on intercept and i didn't measure the board well enough when i was red um, and there was one spot where you could be behind heavy cover and be at range one, or you could, it's full line of sight blocker and be at range one of the center. Um, and I gave that to my opponent. I gave that side to my opponent. 
And then I didn't deploy my FDs close enough to the center point, so I had to do some maneuvering around or to my to my point. So I had to do some moving around. My opponent was playing um Sis double bounty featuring Greg. Um we with Cad and Bosk were the bounty hunters. So we, we got to the point where he managed to um snipe my officer uh when even with improvised orders and on a three pip turn when I had a bunch of orders out of the bag, I just couldn't pull his order to save my life. Uh and then um he had enough suppression to panic him because he only rolled one off. Uh and then yeah, he just he died and then I had to start doing dumb stuff to get back around and um then we realized like I was down on activations. It was I got I got impatient. I kind of like I lost at turn zero. I got aggressive and impatient, uh, and I kind of hate FDs and VAPs, which I think is pushing me back over towards uh, being excited about playing lists with things that not only are legally allowed to move per the rules of the game, but encouraged to move. Um, yeah, we're moving my they models really, into mistakes. They really want to move. Well, I mean, sounds like you got trapped in the same thing I did. A few shows ago now, it should have probably just been a, a hard reset of the game, you know. F all F four, start again. I didn't realize it till turn two, and it was you know yeah. we were on oh, a no, time. You, yeah, yeah, like real life happens in an ideal scenario. If you have infinite time, you, you reset and start again. It sucks when it's your one game that week or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, um, the one thing we did to our credits, we did. Once it got out of hand, we just called it. We were like, we're not going to make me... I, maybe there was some miracle play because Ahsoka was in good shape, but it, it wasn't looking good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You don't, as long as you're not trapped in that that uh, torture chamber for longer than you have to be. Yeah. 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 So I got two games in. Um, so I ran uh, post-nerf Blizzard ATSC. Um Blizzard Force, uh, so quad bikes and then ATSD. Um, because of points, obviously I had to make some adjustments. So I have one HRU that's the standard RT97, one with the DLT, or DLT RT97, and then one with DLT and HH12. Um, and then I had to drop one of my Astromex. Um, still gives me a seven point bit. Um, I had a rematch against. Um, Sean, who was playing his uh, double bark, double ISP clone list. So I lost a bunch of points. He gained points because a bunch of the ISP stuff got buffed. Um, we were just trying, we were replaying that match, matchup and seeing how it changed. And you could definitely feel the, you know, the levels of the two lists coming, coming closer to the middle. I think Blizzard Force still had an edge in that case. Um, due to um, how the flop ended up. So we ended up in disarray, key positions, and hostile environment. And the the places that the key positions ended up um, and the way that he deployed, uh, it made it really hard for him to be able to score on the middle point without everything I had being able Were to Were you on your deck or his? I believe it was my deck. Um, I'm surprised you've got disarray for um, Blizzard Force. Um, it's really good with the bikes. It's it was, it's basically uh, I have the army in one, bikes in the other, mm. and then I'll I just... mean I can see if you get um, 
I want to see the funky what, bombing run uh, or breakthrough, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, well, I feel like keep, it, I don't know. Key positions, maybe. it was fine. So you what ended up happening? More than me, I, I will. I'll. So I, I had my whole, to your knowledge. So with disarray, you've got the left corner is yours, and then the opposite right corner is yours. So my whole army was on my left corner, and then all my bikes were on the far right corner, and then. On the far left corner, so it would be his right corner, he deployed one bark. And I already had all my bikes going along the long long edge. So my bikes collapsed into his bark, took it out. It, it never got to activate, um, which kind of set the tone for the game. Um, and then they swung around some line of sight blockers that were on that side. So I went down the long side real quick with a couple of them, brought a couple in the middle and had kind of a two sweep that came in um part of the game was a little skewed because the the bikes were saving way more than they should have the 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 white dice were really hot in in that game um but i think i still would have been able to push it out pull it out but it should have been closer than it was so um i got the win with that one and then um we played i played another game with um david and this one we were because I'm I'm going to be running our store championship. Um, pretty much, I asked him, "Hey, what do you want to play against? What do you want to practice against?" And he's like, "I want you to try and table me." I said, "Okay, <laughs> let's let's okay. I'm going to get Blizzard Force out then." Um, I think you'd have given so, him better practice if you had played Double Darks. Oh, you think so? Yeah, maybe I should. That was have. a joke for Chris. I wanted to see if he was listening. I, know. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree that Double Darks is better than Blizzard Force. So, uh, in either I mean, case, now, now I don't know. I really don't. So. Yeah, how many Dark Troopers do you own, Zach? I own two now. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. One, of us. One, One of, us. of us. I guess uh, I opted into it a little because since I'm getting stuff sent to my work after uh, the package thief incident, I could have swatted it out of my coworker's hand and yelled evil and ran off. <laughs> <laughs> did you like the uh, label on the on the box did you notice the label oh no i didn't oh big no. sad there, uh, there should be a, a stick sticker on the box from dice productions with a nice qr code for you to scan and everything QR so ruin the cast now oh, Zach, zach's gone oh bummer anyway carry on about your game carry song. on Okay, so the setup is I've got the same list. I just brought brought it again, get another rep with it, with the the adjustments to HRUs. And you, it, they definitely feel and act differently when you have an HH-12 versus the RT-97. Uh, it's helpful when you're going against something with armor, but they're less mobile. But they still have a, a pretty good range for um, punch with them. Um, so Dave, David got a... Um, Shadow Collective list, and I think uh, you're gonna like it because it was a Gar Saxon Shadow Collective list. Yeah, and I straight up with... thought you were just gonna say because it was bad. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, hi, Root. Spoiler alert: I lost this game. Um, so we've got Gar Saxon, two kitted out units of um, Mandos, and by kitted out, it was. They had shields and gunslingers. That's the one with. I I, I prefer the standard uh, Mando, the cheapest one, because I think you need those two surge tokens for your alpha strike. 
Well, he didn't have rockets either, so they weren't maxed oh. out. But, but so you can get rockets if you drop down. Right, which yeah. probably makes more sense. But um, one unit of pikes, uh, one capo, Gar Saxon. Uh, he had a shield and uh, some other stuff. It doesn't really uh, need anything. Else. You can run him around with no shield and nothing yeah. else. Um, actually there's two two units of pikes sorry i I can math yeah you'd have to um hang on i think he had two you need activations i'd have to rebuild the list anyway he also had bosk a unit of dark black sun oh your black suns okay and a bus oh but it was uh tactician it didn't have i don't think it had a gun it might have had a gun either way it died really fast if you're dropping died yeah um i know usually the if it's a transport they don't bring a gun i have been like when i've gotten bored at work because i own two buses there one is built enough to put on a table and the other is in my shame pile i started painting my bus up it's it's right in my hand right now it's great yeah Yeah, my bus is also assembled I'm tempted to make them to. I, I kind of want to try the gun buses as a rebel option or an anti armor option for rebels. I'm not convinced, but but anyway. So moving on, yeah. the flop ends up. Um, there there was some back and forth, and what it ended up at was um, supply drop, advanced positions, and not three days after we did our recording. Or maybe as a week after we did our recording, what 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 was our recording on that last episode? Breakthrough, breakthrough. Guess what? All of those things that we talked about on how to win breakthrough and that speeder bikes are good at breakthrough, right? Yeah, so you, you right? lost. You took all of that, all of those great points that we made, threw them out the window, and threw the game with it. <laughs> yeah, so, sounds about right. You know. Do do as we say, not as we do, because obviously that was that was a mistake. So I set up my bikes to because it's uh, advanced positions. So everything was in the middle of the board is where I set up. Um, and I put uh, all my bikes in my left corner. And then most of my other stuff was kind of in the mid in order to go against take out his bus and try and take out the black sun that we're going for my far corner. Hmm. And so my ATSD was there and everything else was there. So we're trying to set it up and then go up from kind of probably a third up the long edge um, and around that corner towards his mid corner on advanced positions. Then all of my bikes were in my left corner because he had his pikes and his capo uh, kind of in that area and they were coming towards me. So the plan was to take my bikes take out all of his pikes and then hang a left and go around a bunch of line, the site blocking one. I shouldn't have done that first mistake with the bikes. You just go straight left hard, you know, triple move, go around, hide in the back, never see them again. I score four points. Um, that's what I should have done, but I didn't, I got greedy. Um, and then, uh, I haven't played against Mandalorians very often recently and, uh, they move a lot farther than I was expecting. And they chewed up those bikes. So when I said that last game, I was really hot on my defense dice uh, for the bikes. It uh, <laughs> it came around, and uh, then they were, we're super cold. It. And so um, all of my they bikes died. They don't even have to be that cold against... Uh, how many units of Mandos? Two? Two. 
Yeah, two. Well, it was two. Well. So it was two plus Gar, and yeah. he had his his rifle uh, and Bosk. They all got in range way faster than I was ever expecting to, and so the combination of those yeah, four but... units just ripped them apart. Yeah, Bosk will kill a full unit of bikes on his own if he's uh, pretty pretty so okay. He, so he was taking them out, and then something else would clean him up, or his pikes would clean him up. I think I stun locked, I panic locked his pikes. I wasn't yeah. able to kill him because they last till the end of the game. And they were one of his scoring units. Um, but you know, I, I suppression locked his pikes, and I got rid of his capo, which helped me. St- you know suppression lock him um but really i put the bikes somewhere where i shouldn't have and so it was very early you know deployment and then being aggressive with them because usually i would you know make a hit and then you know hit and run but i couldn't run fast enough because his mandos came in super fast his other long range stuff and it was just ripping them apart it Um, it is a real decision on when to try and spike something off the table and when to be cagey with bikes, especially on bombing run or well, breakthrough bombing run. Yeah. In this case, breakthrough. Yeah. Some of the other ones, you're comfortable just trading your bikes for things that scare you. Um, but I, I imagine the Mandos, you know, with the surging red saves and being able to use cover, like probably surprisingly hard for bikes to wear down. I can't remember. Do you have transponders on your bikes? I don't. I don't have okay. the points for it. I didn't before either, so I, it's not like I've gotten used to transponders and didn't. I'm, I'm, I, I'm still a huge believer in their value. It I, probably uh, is. We'll I just get to it like later. But I feel dirty not having them in my uh, on my bikes in um, Tempest Force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I haven't, I, I haven't played with them to know what I'm missing. So yeah, it's just kind of. But I never played Vader Blizzard Force either. So it was like, oh, Blizzard, and it's just like, well, I got an ATSD, whatever. Um. So then the other part was, okay, what was our other piece of advice uh, for breakthrough? That's really important. Um, counting, counting your actions and making sure you have enough actions to get across the table. So I threw my bikes away. They did kill the pikes, the capo and one of the Mandalorian squads. Okay. Over the course of the game, I also got the bus. Um, I tried to kill Gar Saxon and he just saved like a God. And unfortunately, I couldn't kill him. Um, Whereas you said he had the shield as well, right? He did have his shield. So he had his shield. The other Mandos had their shields. Um, The bikes, basically, I traded all of my bikes for one unit Mandalorians and the Pike Capo, which is not a good trade. Um, I did get the bus down with the ATSD and the HH-12. The Black Sun survived till the end because i was trying because he was basically in my back line with them so as i was trying to make my way across the border with the rest of my army i was trying to pick them off or suppress them and lock them down um but they had a vigo and so i couldn't get enough suppression couldn't have, get enough kills with them to lock them down and then um I, w- I wasn't counting my actions correctly so i was still using my binoculars to give aims to other things instead of just double moving my uh, snow troopers double moving my HRUs. So the only thing that actually made it to scoring was the ATSD. Um, so it ended up, I think it was a one to two. Um, he got, no, I think he got three because he had Gar, one squad of Mandos, and then the Pikes 
got their panic off and then they made it across. So, it was a, so you were just basically sitting there, move away with everything. I, I was, I was just out on a lot of things. And so it's just like, well, if I can, there, there was a couple hail Marys at the end. So if I can suppress you out or if I, and I can kill this unit, like if I killed the black suns and then suppressed the pikes, I could have made it go to kill points, but then we calculated it afterwards and I don't think I killed enough. He, he got too many. Um, boss did get his bounty. Uh, and then the ATST came around the corner and said, no. Um, and so Bosk turned into a fine green and red mist. Um, but it was too little too late. And so, um, yeah, breakthrough, pay attention to, uh, uh, you know, how many actions you have and how far you have to move. Um, if you need to get a move on, you need to get a move on, not give out aims. Yep. So, yep. Anyway, there you go. Alan's a dummy. So, you know, listener, if you're at home making that mistake, don't feel too awful. Alan does it too. Yep. And Alan's the best of us, as he I, likes to remind us all. I, I like to think so, but apparently not. <laughs> We're smarter than this. Apparently. Are we? Are we? No, no. Besides, Zach's the best right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't worry about the fact that I've, I've beaten him more times than no, lost. We, do, we don't worry about it, though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, there, there are some fun games. Uh, having to make decisions on what you want in Blizzard Force uh, is a good thing. I think it's good that they've brought that into light. It's still very powerful, um, but I don't know how much longer I'm going to play it to be honest because there's really? there's new toys there are new oh, toys okay. i mean that's that's a good segue actually so yeah we'll move on to the main topic then so some tempest force we were told it was coming we we were all hopeful that it was going to be different things i think and um yeah it landed and it it's just what atst is all the way down is that, that a a good descriptor. Owen's favorite battle force. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's uh yep. I, I am now a Tempest Slayer. I so surprisingly for the longest time I only had one ATST. Now I have two, and I still don't know if that's gonna be enough. I don't know if I want to do triple ATST or not. It's uh mm, mm, it's a uh it's a thought to be sure. Um I think I'm gonna try two just because I wanted to get the new ATST. Um I'm not convinced I like the new sculpt though kind of bummed that it's it's monoposed the the new atst it's cool that you could put a guy on the hatch but i'm never going to put a guy in the hatch so it's it's probably for the better since we don't have consistent vehicle silhouettes this is the one of the things that i will actually you know rage about um because yeah like i mean we we had a joking conversation me and my opponent at adepticon because we had a we had a bridge in the table, and we d forgot to discuss it. The ATSC could go under it because we were both newish. This was my first Adepticon playing Legion, or only yeah, I only played in the one. And you know, we called the judge over, and the judge was like, "Well, the model can't." Did you discuss beforehand? And we we're like, "Uh, no." And Judd's like, well, if the model can't, then it can't. And the guy, like, Joker's like, well, you know, it moves. I can I can duck it down. And the judge is like, stop right now or I'll be forced to disqualify you. And we're like, you know, us two total newbies playing on the wow. bottom table for our second win. We're like, oh, God, what's happening? That's a strong, strong I, I mean, stance. 
he was, you know, not wrong. Like I, I respect playing it down. We were just both so stunned by it. But it's, uh, it's shocking. I'm, I'm not saying that it was wrong, but it's just like, wow, yeah. that's uh, coming in strong. That's. I mean, I think we mm. still had the floor rules at that time. I don't remember what they said, but um, you know, if that was that was consistent with them or not. But yeah, like you know, it does just sort of reiterate the point. Like you know, if you're like if you're building terrain at home now, and you want an ATST to be able to hide behind something or not be able to, you don't have to worry about you know the. Di- Can we say that? Do we? Do you need to just bleep that? All right. You don't need to worry about you know the person who made theirs a little too tall or a little too short or whatever, and like. Yeah, you know, most ninety nine percent of it is just variants. Like you know, mine I bought mine used, and it's got a lot of play. So yep. you know, it, so like totally could be different height game to game without me even realizing it, attempting it, intending it. You know, but um, consistency is good. There, so there's certainly something to be said about it. I just I'm not a fan of the pose now. I've modeled mine. I didn't go crazy. Some people like extend all the joints and it just looks absolutely stupid. Like frog leg as tall as you could possibly make the model. I, I made mine in my opinion, it looks correct for similar to what they had on the box where like it's walking forward. It's slightly taller. Things are extended a little bit, but the, the, the new ones kind of all up and really compact. So I do have an opinion because I've built oh, we don't three hear of it. the old the old ATSTs, mm-hmm. and I've been building models for a long time, and I can see that being a pain if you're new, if that's one of your early models. Which if you're a younger kid getting into your first miniatures game, you want to play Star Wars, you come to your ATST, that thing's gonna get messed up. And like you say, it's easy to make it not look good. Yeah, well, that that's a so fair ha- point. Having a more standardized look for it, I don't think is the worst thing in that regard. Like, you're allowed to not not like it, but I will say, uh, assuming you follow the instructions, you're not going to get a lot of things backwards and upside down like a lot of some of the the first run ATSDs, like the the like the knee guards being upside yeah. down, those those entire legs being wrong yep. side up and stuff like I've, that i've seen a lot <laughs> yeah i used to run painting demo and you can see, that, see a lot the only bummer is is that you can still 100 percent put the chin cannon on upside down i was hoping that they would make a way that you could only put the chin cannon on correctly but oh well just uh pay attention when you're modeling it and you know those are valid points i'm just whinging because it won't be the same height as my other one but you know at the same time they're very distinct now. So even if they're the same color, it's like, oh, there's the slightly taller one and here's the slightly shorter one. Yeah, one of them yeah. can be major what's its face more easily. Yeah, exactly. Um and it's nice, you know. I more I didn't put the mortar on this one. Um, but I you know, I magnetized the mortar on my first one, so I could always take the mortar out easily there too. But anyway, uh it seems like there's a lot more fine detail. I haven't put them side by side yet, but um I mean Aside from being monopose, it's still a very nice model, and I'm excited to have a second one. Good. Well, sh- yeah, shall I need, we get? I think I'm going to end up getting a second one some way somehow. Yeah. Shall we? Uh, 
employ our our bot of choice here. Yeah, and go over Tempest Force. Yeah. It, it was funny. You guys mentioned uh, Chris said we do our homework, and I was like, man, I've looked at the Tempest Force card so many times, just all the new Battle Force stuff, and it's just been too much. But I was like, all right, I'm gonna we go take my ADD meds and sit down and read these. I'm going to read them during that sweet 9 to 9.45 spot when my brain works like a normal person's. Yep. <laughs> or you could just have, you know, a bot read it to you like this. Tempest Force Special Rules. A Tempest Force Battle Force is part of the Galactic Empire faction. Vehicles in this army gain Scout 2. Units that are not in command range of a friendly commander unit and do not have a comms upgrade equipped remove one less suppression during the remove token step. During setup, at the start of the deploy unit step, you may set aside one friendly special forces or support unit, marking the unit with a condition token. When you draw an order token with a rank that matches a friendly set aside unit, if you cannot choose a unit on the battlefield with a matching rank, you must place that set aside unit onto the battlefield beyond range two of all enemy units if able. That unit is treated as activated, and its order token is placed face down. Army building. Allowed units. Commander. Imperial officer. Special forces. Scout troopers. No strike teams. Corps. Stormtroopers. Support. 74Z speeder bikes. Heavy. At ST. Major Marquand. Unique upgrades allowed. None. Rank requirements. Commander slash operative. Each army must include one to two commander units. Special forces. Each army must include two to six special forces units. Core. Each army must include one to three core units. Support. Each army may include up to three support units. Heavy. Each army may include up to three heavy units. Well, bam. There we have it. Yeah. It, it does a thing. It, it's... <laughs> I don't want to be overly dismissive, but it, it does one specific thing really well. It 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 is uh, triple ATSD the battle force. <laughs> I I am interested in so the one thing I like about Marquan is I'm trying to organize my thoughts in the best way to do this. So I'll, I'll back up slightly. Um, I don't know what order they developed Marquan in the battle force and sat down. It was a little bit of surprise that Aiden wasn't in there because I guess um. She's there in the video game, which is canon. Um, yeah, wrong part of the planet, though. Ah, okay. Right, because, yeah, I was going to say, this is very, very focused on... This is, all this is clearly totally focused on, like, what we see in the movie, which is fine. Yep. Um, there's, like, maybe two, two and a half flavors of this. Because I like that Marquand is the honest-to-goodness vehicle commander for Empire. Um, because, like, there are definitely people who, you know, look at Empire and, you know, they have all these intimidating vehicles and stuff in the movie. And then, you know, you, you come to, to the table and you're like, yeah, I'm going to buy the ATST. Oh, the ATST's not that great. Okay, I'll get the Gav. <laughs> all right. The Lat? <laughs> Surely Veer's combos with one of these with his single command card that interacts with vehicles really at all. That then so, is like, replaced it is, by a keyword. It's pretty cool to have an honest to goodness vehicle commander. Um, and like my, my first read through that list and that options was not to go to um, 
to triple ATST, which yeah, I'll, we'll kind of start with the the obvious triple ATST, the the triple ATST fant in the room, and uh, go from there. <laughs> yeah, well, we should probably hit uh, Major Marquand since we've read, yeah. uh, talked about him, but not gone over his card. So let's get that Major Marquand Tempest Scout Two Heavy Unit One Mini Ground Vehicle Galactic Empire One Hundred and Ninety Points. Wound Threshold 11, Resilience 8, White Defense Die, Attack Surge to Hit, Defense, Surge to Block, Speed 2, Upgrade Bar, None, Keywords, Armor, Arsenal 2, Direct, Vehicle, Field Commander, Weak Point 1, Rear, Special Issue, Tempest Force, Weapons, Grenade Launcher Range, Melee to 2, 2 Black Dice, Fixed Front, Blast, 88 Twin Light Blaster, Range, melee to three, one red die, one black die, one white die, fixed front, impact one, MS4 twin blaster cannon, range one to four, two red dice, two black dice, two white dice, fixed front, impact three. So for those of you who don't speak robot, that's grenade launcher, not grenade launcher. Yeah, well. Well, okay, might launch grenades, so what you to say. True. Either I... way. I missed. He's speed two. Yeah, I, all ATSDs are my guy. Oh, all right. Why did I think they were speed one? Uh, I don't know. Probably because I haven't played speed one in a while. Remember, Definitely. I got scout two as well. Yeah, uh, haven't played against many, and the few that I moved or have played against uh, liked the mortar way too much. The mortar That's why is. We don't the have a mortar. The mortar's good in the beginning and at the end of the game. Mid game, it's not ideal so yeah um, I've, I've seen a pretty compelling case to switch from it used to be just you know one to three gun all the time i've seen a pretty compelling case to go mortar grenade launcher over range three gun that's um, what i have on mine when i've been mm, playing blizzard yeah i don't i don't know if i do it in blizzard um i just don't know so my I'm, reasoning I'm, is that i'm i'm using my arsenal either way yeah because i'm I'm firing the main gun and one of the other two. Yeah. That's that's well, always been my three. my go-to as well, is that with Blizzard Force anyway, yeah, my standard loadout is Twin Light Mortar. Um, I think with this Battle Force with Tempest Force, I'm switching over to um, Grenade Launcher and Twin Light um, and ditching the mortar entirely. Okay. The grenade launcher just clears out everything that's a problem for ATSTs now. Oh, like yep. for the Blizzard Force list in general. Like, oh, what's that? You, you've got your commandos with wall profile hunkered in cover. Well, they're dead anyway. Just take them off. That'd be a real shame if uh, it didn't matter that they have low profile. Yeah. Yep. And wall profile is a thing in a bunch of lists at the minute, or at least in my local matter anyway. Yeah, well, and Bright Tree, like it, it's yeah. hard to not compare Tempest Force to Bright Tree. Yep. Um, just because you know it's the two opposing forces of that battle. So, but um, it he's got all the same guns as Chewie. Um, I'm I'm I'll I'll be honest. I'm annoyed that he only has, you know, that in the article they specifically say he's got a you know well trained, highly trained gunner that is apparently only good for surge to hit instead of surge to crit. Well, yeah, like that's a lead armor pilot. 
Oh no, elite armor pilot is also just surge to hit. So right, right. He's got an elite armor pilot. Yeah. Okay. yeah what what he uh, means is, well, but I Chewbacca to as well. Why but Chewbacca gets surge. I'm the eating my cake because I'm an Empire fanboy and I want it all. <laughs> you want it all, and you want it. Yeah, now. He's an Empire man. He's not used to making decisions. Yep, that's true. Hundred percent. I will shoot everything and shoot the best. I'm the best at shooting. Um. It's really nice to have direct vehicle, especially, you know, there's plenty of vehicle options. Um, so in my list, when we get there, you know, I've got another ATST with link targeting array. So I'm always going to have an aimed up uh, ATST that's ready to rock your rock your world. Um, <laughs> yeah, I field commander. the direct vehicle is pretty huge. I do think if you're bringing him, you br- I mean, as even, you know, the timing is nice on bikes, but like. Given the ATST, that free aim just feels great. Yeah, I, I, I'm also not convinced triple ATST is the way to go, but double ATST I think is a a pretty good idea. Which you know feels a lot better in this battle force than it does in a regular list is bringing multiple ATST. I know other people have done it, and I could never, I have never felt good about running double ATST. So that's why I never bought a second one, but. I'll run two now. If you know, we're gonna thank bless Invader League because we'll we'll get some confirmation about how good triple ATST is because there's a lot of triple ATST through there. I know one of my try hardier semi logos, um, you know, got a game in against it pretty early and was like, it's real, it's not a joke. Um, but yeah, whether it's uh, I think triple ATST will be what I thought double darks were at my very first pass through it um where it's it's good but you actually can plan for it and it's going to struggle on some objectives uh but you know we'll see yeah it's you can heal the atsts they have a lot more wounds though so i I don't know what the comp is double dark versus you know triple atst i haven't done the math but like there's a lot the 33 armored wounds it seems like a lot um I mean, do you want to leave all of those scouts at home, though? Yes. Because. Yes, I have. I, I, oh. it, I, I seriously, I think I've got to try and borrow someone else's ATSD. Just try it and see <laughs> if triple is the way to go. Ah, oh, man. Three ATSDs. Going from one to three is going to be a shock for, for my locals. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But no. there's a lot of cool potential options here. Um. He's he's not much more, and you get field commander, direct vehicle, and um, the weapons mix up a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm excited to to run him. Um, command cards. Do we want to any particular ones that you guys want to start with? You want to go over Marquands or just uh, Tempest uh, Force? Do do Tempest first, I think. Okay. Because theoretically, you don't have to take him. Uh, I think you're cool. wrong. I think you're I wrong. Think you really should take him. Objectively wrong to not take him. <laughs> yep, I I would agree. Yeah, you should definitely take them. But all right, we'll start with the Tempest one pip. Drive them out. One pip. Tempest force orders one vehicle. Tempest force only. Friendly vehicles gain demoralize one this round. This round, the first time a friendly vehicle with a face up order token displaces an enemy unit during its activation. Roll a white defense die for each miniature in the enemy unit. For every surge, 
or block. Result, the enemy unit suffers one wound. Well, there you go. So um, it's worth noting that's the first time over the turn. Yeah, I need um, a single. It can only happen once per turn. Yep. Not yep. once per vehicle. And it and it has been answered in the forum that yeah. you can. This will only ever proc once. You can't proc it multiple times with multiple vehicles. So, but still, extra damage. It's extra damage. And yeah. uh, they all all the vehicles get demoralized one. So. Uh, what's the range on Demoralize? Is that one to two? Um, no, it's range one, I think, from memory. Um, oh, no, not... maybe it is one to two. I don't know. Let's Talking find out. Crap. Demoralize X. After a unit with the Demoralize X keyword performs this rally step, add up to X total suppression tokens to the enemy unit at range one to two. Yep. There you go. All right. This is just all of your vehicles giving out suppression. Just because, and you can run someone over <laughs> if you want, you know, if you're feeling it. Um, and then let's go to the two pip. We need reinforcements. Two pip, Tempest Force orders two troopers, Tempest Force only. Friendly units that have a face up order token gain disengage this round. Pretty straightforward. I Unfor think that's what you cut for pin down. I 100%. That's 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 me anyway. If you are running a more trooper centric build, then there's a there's an argument to be made there. Like if you only have Marquand, you don't have any bikes. Um, they would only give out one order on pin down. You know, it might make more sense to have. We need reinforcements, but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be two ATSC three bike. That's weird. weird. Same. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we all are. Interesting. Well, let's I was, get... Oh no, yeah, I'll, I'll not yeah. derail this too much before we get through all the cards. Yeah, let's get through the cards and then we can go over lists. Um, so, 3-pip. Constantly alert. 3-pip. Tempest Force. Orders, 3 units. Tempest Force only. When a unit is issued an order with this card, it gains one aim token for each enemy unit at range 1. If it did not gain any aim tokens, it gains a standby token. Either I'm going to shoot you really good, or I'm going to shoot you twice. Seems good. Yeah, that one's that one's interesting to me because it's the if no one's by you, you get a standby, right? Correct. Uh, no one's in range one, so if you didn't get any aims, then um, you gain a standby. So either there's something right in front of you, so you get to aim at them, or they're far enough away. That now you are ready for them to. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah so if they're if, if they're they if they off. are if they're point blank, you get the aim and then you just <laughs> wipe them off the table. Or you know, if they're range two, they move and then you wipe them off the table, and then it you can activate you, uh, and wipe their buddy off. It lets you do the dark trooper trick of take a standby so that uh, Jedi can never get to you, but you have to use a command card rather than just doing it whenever you want. Yep. Correct. It's just ATSDs being mean. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, so those are the Tempest Force cards. We also have three for Marquand, if you oh, want to bring him. Quick. It is a unit. It's not a... Um, it's not vehicle, so you can give that to your scout or your Stormtrooper. <laughs> yep. You could. Uh, you could also order the bikes with it, but because they're speeders... Um, 
they can never get that standby token. Just a side note for you. Yeah, you got to create quite the threat saturation to get multiple aim tokens on a full unit, full unit of bikes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Activating the bikes immediately. Yep. Yeah, so what about Mark 1's cards? Are they any good? Uh, I think they're, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, we'll start with this one pip. Gunner Infantry, one pip, Major Marquand. Orders, Major Marquand. During his activation, Major Marquand reduces his speed by one to a minimum of one. Major Marquand gains tactical one this round, and his weapons gain suppressive this round. So, uh, one, one thing with ATSTs is, uh, from all the time that I play them, you're either, you try and get to a point, you post up, and now I'm just going to aim, shoot, aim, shoot, aim, shoot until I've taken out the primary targets. This one lets him move up in addition to that. So, I mean, it's not a fast move, but you still get to advance, still get your aim shot, and then you're blasting something. Yeah, and, it's um, an initiator card. Yes. Yeah. This is this is a, you know, if you're going to do a last first with Mark One, like, this would be that second part where you're just going to either clean something up or throw out more suppression. It, it's really nice because, you know, he doesn't have a mortar. So if you're splitting fire, you get four suppression out there or you just get the two that you would otherwise not get. It's pretty good. It's a, it's a punchy in the face card. Nothing more than that. Yeah. All right. Two pip. Squadron on me. Two pip. Major Marquand. Orders. Major Marquand. At the start of Major Marquand's activation, each other friendly vehicle unit at range one of him may perform a free pivot. Then, they may make a speed one move. My thoughts on this one kind of loop in with the three pip, I guess. I'll I'll save yeah. it for that. Yeah. I mean, at its face, it's it's a way to get more mobility on the ATSDs. Um, and it's it's easy to need to commit them one way to finish something off and it kind of lets you play a little bit swappier which i mean, I mean it helps the, it helps the bikes too actually yeah it's hard to be range one of them but it does help them i mean if if you're doing this as like a lead-in i mean like turn two maybe or even you know turn one just to get them to move more if you have to deploy them in a funny spot just because ATSDs take up a lot of room, you can use this to move them back into position. And same with bikes. Like if you set up your bikes to go along a board edge and you're like, well, I don't need them to do that. You know, you pivot them in, bring them straight in or vice versa. Gives you a lot of reactive flexibility. Yeah. And looking at the art of this, you can see that ATSD is standing up pretty tall, but you can't model that on this new one. Oh, well. Anyway, last card. Armored Cavalry, 3 Pip, Major Marquand. Orders, 3 Vehicles. When another friendly vehicle begins its activation at range 1 of Major Marquand, it may choose one of the following effects. If it is in his front arc, it may gain 1 dodge token. If it is in his side arc, it may gain 1 aim token. If it is in his rear arc, it may perform a speed 1 move. I like it. More, more options. All right, Zach, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, on so I, I really like both of them, the way that this can, like, set up your bikes coming out from behind them. You know, again, it's kind of, it, it takes a little setup, but 
I just, you know, I think about my bikes and I'm like, wow, one, you know, getting one more free move, um, you know, being it. Cause so in this case, you, you're in the rear arc, but you, you hide behind it and then you do use the one speed move to get out from behind him instead of the bike's actual activation, um, or, you know, alpha strike. And then just handing out the tokens all around is like there, there's, you know, this isn't. It's not vehicle with a face up order token, so you know you can get a lot of free freebies out of this, whichever position you're in. Yep. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And do arcs have a range requirement? Uh, nope. No. You just have to be part part of your base has to be in the given <laughs> arc. <laughs> so so every model will be in one of his arcs if he's still on the table. Uh, now it does say they have to be range one of mark one right at the beginning yep so you do still have to be close to him but like if your atst is slightly back of him so like in an uh what do you call it echelon formation where you're like slightly behind him you have the option you can either take the the aim or the the move because you are both in his rear arc and his side arc um and the same with the front like if you're partially in his front but you're also partially in his side if you're on that line you can pick now it does say choose one of the following so you don't get to double dip you don't get two tokens out of this you yeah. only get you only ever gonna get one that was the, the first thing i reread the card for after reading it once i was like wait a minute no oh. yep yep it may choose one of the following so it's flexible i mean tokens are good um aims are on atscs are especially good um Especially if you yeah. have surge to hit, uh, either elite armor pilots or major Maquan, and then you know your grenading stuff, no cover, eight dice, and uh, an aim, it usually rolls out pretty good. Yeah, it does its job. Granted, getting the no cover shots easier said than done. <laughs> well, with your grenade launcher, it doesn't matter. Ooh. I have blast. Yeah, I, I suppose the one thing that's a little unclear, we were talking about the one pit being an initiator. But like this is a big swing and can set up, you know, can kind of set up a turn. So like I, I kind of don't know um, what order to play these in for a game. I will be interested to see the, you know, like when I was playing Blizzard Force a lot, it became very clear to me that I should, unless my opponent really messes up, be playing Darkness Descents before um, Coordinated Bombardment or, or yeah. I forget the two pips name. Uh. I'm not the lore master I used to be. Oh, the Blizzard Force stupid Alan. Yeah. yeah, I know. I don't remember it either. I, I <laughs> well, just if you I think you have to do Darkness Descends. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, overwhelming barrage. Overwhelming barrage. That's it. I, yes. say, I knew it was Adjective Barrage, and I yeah. totally blanked. Um, well, there's also Unrelenting Fire, which is the one pip. Um, yeah. The thesaurus, the, the keywords. Right. <laughs> Alex Davy was an English major. Um, but yeah, I just, it'll be definitely, I, I need a grown up to tell me what the right order to play those cards in, in is just so that I, uh, I don't screw it up. <laughs> I don't know that this, I mean, it's hard to say for any situation, if you know what I mean? I don't think like, even when I say I always play lying in wait first, there's times when that's incorrect. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I definitely... So I suppose I'll open up before we get too in the weeds then. 
because I have an eight activation list, which I think Zach will initially dislike and then maybe come around to. And hopefully you t- both of you might be proud of me. Well, it's eight I, activation, so it's already too late, but go on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I have three core units. None of them have heavies. So Wait, I took uh, I took Stormtroopers and didn't make them a max eight squad. Okay, yeah, that is good for you. Yeah, I mean, you now this is where I disappoint you. I did give them a comms tech and HQ up link. Ah, oh. so so wait wait, I have perfect order control for my opening couple of turns because of HQ up link does my three core because I've okay. got three corps, three bikes, ATST and Mark one. So if you're playing Mark one's cards that order himself, he directs the other ATST. The stormtroopers all order themselves, and then the only thing in your bag is your bikes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to rain on your parade, though. Uh, uh, you have... Yes. Yep, I'm going to rain on your parade. You have to have points. two scouts. Yeah, one. Oh. That's illegal. Oh. Yeah, you must include oh. two to six special forces units. Dude, oh, I miss you that literally bit. have... No, no, you don't. I'm, I'm Sorry, let me log out to Tabletop Admiral and jump on to... Um, <laughs> Legion yeah, I'll just build my list again. Yeah, I mean, does this get cheaper then? Yeah, because they can just take HQ without having. I get points they can. back. Yeah. Yep. I, they, I mean, well, yeah, you should like, get points back, but it, that's a that's a minor change. But I was say, know, for, it should be said. You got to make sure an officer you, with orders. Because uh, you're also adding in a different token. Because I believe field commander doesn't change his token that's in the bag, right? Help. No. It's still a heavy. Yep. It's yeah. A heavy so it, it adds in an extra token, which screws you up. It makes yeah, your odds worse. Even... Yeah. So yeah, if you want perf, I mean, I'm I'm literally just thinking about that few opening turns where the control of those bike activations is actually important. Sure. Um. But I mean, yeah. Because then you it... so you order you order Marquand. He directs the ATSD. Yeah. You HQ uplink the stormtrooper and your two. And then the only thing in the bag is your speeder bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And, it, and just to make me feel better about life now, I can probably find the points to give my stormtroopers a heavy. Don't know if you that, We all know that's important. Important <laughs> to me. I see. I thought you were going to give um. I think it's worth giving them the astromech. Um, I mean, I suppose. No. Def, I, I mean, maybe. I, I think this is not in any way optimal. It's leaning into a gimmick, which I don't normally like to do. Yeah, oh, sorry, especially I, I, with ADAC bikes, you're going to play a lot of games against people who are going to move a lot of units after you. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, that's where I'm currently sat. So it would be 800 points with Stormtroopers with it, and they now get a DLT-19, becomes second HQ, two units of scouts with HQ, three units of bikes with transponders, the 188-point ATST, which is Elite Hammer, uh, Hammer's Elite Pilot, Twin, twin light, concussion grenade, and link targeting array, and then the major himself. Uh, I think that'll, um, considering the level we set ourselves at, I think that'll make people sad a few times because you just get to do what you want to do in the turns you want to do them. Yeah. And nice. realistically, you can get also, if you wanted to, you could go for a bid with this list real easy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I sort of just stumbled into an eight-point bid with mine. Um, 
Yeah, so I find that it's really easy to get a bid with this if you want to. So if you want to force a bunch of gunliney objectives, I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think you want to do. Um, and I'm kind of bummed that they gave you the option to have enough points to do that because it's gonna have it's gonna force a lot of the same problems that we had with Blizzard Force, where you just skew really hard. Um, well, it's, it's not, not like a bunch, hard, bunch of Empire players don't already own like speeder bikes anyway so wow yeah. that that so that's that's a different that's a different argument i'm making like health of the game kind of argument more the yeah the, the I, skewing the, the skewing the difference of the objectives. is we're at eight activations with a bid not 12 activations with a bid no. or 10 activations or anything yeah no that's a fair point yeah. yeah and the battle deck's a little unclear um like he so like I, I don't know. I guess I'll I'll read my list off here. Yeah. Um. Where did I put that tab? Oh, so I, I was going to get all of our lists out of the way, and then we can chat sure. battle decks to close out segment. Okay. So I'm just a stormtrooper with R four. That's my one stormtrooper squad. Three scouts with emergency transponders that I'm considering moving to the three bikes. Um. Because there's three bikes. Uh, Marquan, and then an ATST, and my build is a little different than what I thought I heard you say, Chris. I've got hammers, uh, concussion, link targeting, and then I actually have a mortar. Um, and it's just, I I don't want to be at range three. You know, I, you're, I'm you're either range four or range two. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the opposite here because I, I want everything playing aggressive. So I, I think if you take the mortar... But I would take the uh, the that, fully loaded. The take everything. The second, the set, the non grenade gun. If you're going to play it aggressively, is probably only going to fire once. So you you lose a little, but like, I think uh, I think you're okay with uh, that. Yeah. No, late yeah, late okay. game, late game. That mortar can make some clutch plays no, just agree, because yeah. of suppression. So I mean, there's certain amount of value, but at the same time, your ATSTs, I think with the way that the command cards are and a lot of extra moves and you scout two to start with these guys, like these guys are going to be up in your face real freaking quick that yeah. most of the time uh, the twin light probably isn't going to come into effect. Um, I guess I'll go into mine. I, I have three different versions that I'm, I've mulling around. The first one is a nine activation, um, which, um, uh, I'm not going to go into, but it's mostly naked troops um, is where those extra acts come from. Um, but I think the one I'm going to try out first is um, it's eight acts. We got Marquan, ATSD with Hammer Pilot, Twin Light, Grenade Launcher, and Link Targeting Array, Stormtrooper with uh, Binoculars, not R4. Um, just trying to make my ATSDs even more lethal. Um, two Scout Troopers. Um, with snipers, uh, just so I have some long range pierce. Uh, I, f I don't know if that's going to be correct in the long term, but um, having long range pierce and having those guys basically sit in the back and then be able to plink damage in seems like a good idea. Um, and then rounding out with three naked bikes. So that's what I'm going to try first, I think. So what are your thoughts on the potential Sonic Charge Saboteur spam? Think about it. <laughs> um, I think it'd be real mean. Um, 
but I don't want to buy more scout troopers. No, I, that, that's fine. <laughs> I, I feel like we all made lists in the in the vein of what uh, AMG would like Tempest Forces to be. Well, there's I, also, on the other hand, there's also the, the sextuple uh, sniper list. Yes, I brought six snipers. I maybe I, I unless you're like some sort of That's, aggressive red save army where you're gonna not gonna be in cover a lot. Like I I don't think the six sniper list is particularly a big deal, especially as we see armor continue to grow. Yeah. Um like the reason you can do six scouts and not six uh rebel pathfinders is that really that extra range band, like the full scouts wanna be close. Um, yes. like, yeah, adding Pierce to their pool is nice. And it does, you know, it frustrates me a little look at that list and be like, I have zero snipers because they're so you, you can get a lot of use out of them throughout the game. Um, but yeah, the, the potential volume, like the only thing is with the, the saboteurs, like you can make some games miserable, but they do, they do have to get to a spot to do their thing, which I mean, I guess they've got the big scout move, but you yeah, know, I, okay. yeah. It was There's, just a question, you know. I, I I have no opinion. I'm just asking questions. We we gotta have yeah. Luke go on and have him tell us how he feels. Yeah. So blast suppressive is fine. I think any of the trooper spam lists in Tempest Force are gonna have the same problem, and that's with armor. Um, having one ATSD it with just impact four. If if you if you're doing triple bikes and then ATSD, it's probably fine. You've got impact 10 there, but I don't know. It, it's going to, it's going to be a medical. If you have a high armor meta, um, a trooper based Tempest force is probably not going to do as well, but um, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced that a trooper based Tempest force is going to be the way to go. Yeah. I, the only way I see it is like, if you're actually like a close range threat skew, um, you know, like an assault force where you're leveraging because they have a great die pool. Um, you know, die, die pools, great sharpshooter. Like they, they can be aggressive for sure. Um, yeah. Low profile. Hide I mean, behind your ATST. Absolutely. Sure. Like that, that I could see potentially being a thing. Um, you know, someone else used the term distraction carnifax from, 40k where it's like you've got guy you know you've got this big scary thing in the atst that everyone shoots at while the um the scouts get into position and like there's there's definitely potential for that um i don't know how it'll work but you know how well it'll go but like that's that's the best that i see at least i you can do 10 acts of uh, improvised uh, officer of improvised binoculars Three stormtroopers, pretty easily, with like heavy of choice and um, unit leader of choice kind of thing. Um, sure. A three to four scout troopers with everything you'd want to give them, and with three bikes and be at like 10, 11 acts, and you know have the points to build it up, which sure. feels like it could be interesting, but I don't know. Like it doesn't feel much any different to blizzard i think if you want to do that you just run blizzard with these and because i think the hru's give you a better option 
yeah than, well, than the the pokey snipers i don't know yeah well i think what would be the point of running tempest force versus a regular one because you don't you wouldn't have to deal with the suppression issues in a non-tempest force if you wanted to run stormtroopers bikes and scout troopers but people don't mm. do that now um if I mean, if you're going to use tempest bad. sure but if you're not using an atst i don't know if the command cards are i mean i wouldn't mind my sentinel snipers shooting twice i suppose I, I'm, I'm again i'm just just say, you know what I mean? I, I think there's a. I don't think it's the worst in the world. I just don't think that they. Yeah. It's one of those things. I, I remember an old, old X Wing podcast talking about how people spend longer justifying bad cards than they do yeah. talking about yeah. good. So I'm cognizant of the potential to be pushing that narrative. Um, yeah. It, there's something in here that could just absolutely break the game. I'm sure something could be yeah. in here. Having that many scout troopers, uh, it it could be one of those critical mass type of things. Um, I just think they're a little fragile. Um, yes, they have low profile, but they're still white saves. And they start taking hits, they're gonna they're gonna fold. Um, I mean, it's the same issue with speeder bikes, except scouts can't go as fast. Um, so maybe you know six saboteurs could break the world, but I think it would just be an unfun game rather than actually good. I mean, I used to have um, the saying when I played 40k in Scotland still that my hobby was ruining other people's hobbies. <laughs> so you know, rude. I was a very different person back then. <laughs> Much more competitively minded. Maybe, maybe I was different. Who can say? Um, but yeah, there there is a type of person who would enjoy that. Speaking from experience, you know, ensuring that both of us don't have fun is fun for me. <laughs> Yay! I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. <laughs> Savage. Ay 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 ay. Yeah, I, that's my concern with Tempest Force. Like you said, the unfun potential, but I don't know. I don't want to say the sky is falling until it's fallen. You know what I mean? I don't think it's sure. worth getting stressed about. I think yep. you're much more likely to play against three ATSTs and people leaning into that meme than you are um, six saboteurs. I agree. So. And I think I think on the whole, Tempest Force is going to be a lot more fair than Blizzard Force was when it dropped. Um, yeah, I think that's or, a or rather statement. by the by the time that people figured out what you could do with Blizzard Force, I should say. So. Sorry, I'll say that again for Zach. I think that'll be a fur statement. A what? Fair, a fur statement. A burr statement. Fair. Fur statement. Fair. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so do we want to just quickly go over uh, thoughts for battle decks for I think I think it's worth it because it's like we can all, you know, make our stuff to, you know, drive around and pew pew ATST, but like Yeah. We're all, I think we're all kind of yeah. the same. Obviously we're gonna throw out the list we just spoke about, which is all saboteurs and just crazy stuff, and be on that like two ATSD kind of mindset, right? That's yeah, the battle decks yeah. we're building for. Yeah. At two ATSDs triple bikes. And I think yeah. I think it ends up very similar to what my Blizzard Force stuff has been. Um I've changed a couple of things just because um it goes with having Scout 2 on vehicles, but 
otherwise. Are, are you better at scout with, or are you better at recover with all the scout in the list? Uh, it's only the vehicles that get scout. Well, oh well, no, you're scout, you're scout trooper, scout, scout too. Yeah. Scout. Yeah. yeah. Also, you, um, should be noted that uh, you get to have uh, rapid reinforcements on either a scout or a bike. Yeah. For Which one think, unit, that makes like breakthrough really nice. Um, yeah. yeah, I think breakthroughs a auto include. ATSTs are historically pretty good at key. Yep. Um, I think we veto hostage. Yep. And then bombing run. You got triple bikes. If you got triple bikes, yeah. Otherwise, I was gonna say this list feels like it's good at payload. Uh, Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't say because that was my gonna be my sleeper. I was gonna let you two talk for a bit, and I was gonna drop payload on you. Because well, I think it, that at the worst, you force the kill points on payload. I like. I don't think you can ever lose payload unless you're getting like tabled, kind of thing. Right. Well, the ATSs they just sit in a lane. It's yeah. like you have to go yeah. around. You have to use your old X-wing 1.0 instincts, and you know, as soon as the bikes get damaged, fly them off into a corner and you don't, don't interact anymore. Yep. Uh, that's my favorite way like, to play. Hoarding points. <laughs> That's how I play every game. Yeah. What's that, Evie? You want to play Snakes and Ladders again? Okay. <laughs> Just let me go and hide uh, in the corner for a minute. I'm losing. I'm not going to roll these dice now. Because if I roll <laughs> a dice, it's your turn, and then you get to win. Daddy, so Daddy is ahead on points. We're don't you, go make dinner. Don't you, have, don't you have a spinner in Snakes and Ladders? Shoots and Ladders? What's what's it? It? Yeah, well, it's, it's not Snakes and Ladders for you, is it? Is it um, Shoots and Ladders. And, yeah. Yeah. Although I played Snakes and Ladders too, and I always thought it was a little spinner. Anyway. It's probably uh, both. It's probably whatever is cheaper at the time of printing. Yeah, probably. Um, But going over those, I think we all agree. Breakthrough, key positions, bomb your run, payload. I think payload is the the fourth one I put in there. I I would be tempted to... Fisted. Yeah. uh, To kind of prioritize payload for a little while until people get used to uh, playing against the double AT SDs. Yeah. Because I think that you can kill more than they can kill of you. Well, the nice part is they'll see bombing run and they'll veto it. Yeah. They should which... veto breakthrough as well. So you get to then yeah. pick which one of the ones left you want to play. Well, because they might have more acts than you, which makes v- you know breakthrough more appetizing. Vaps is the one I just keep going back and forth on, but you don't have a plan to go I, get their Vaps, which I think I you think need payload is much better than yeah. um, Vaps. It, if if you're doing Vaps, you're you're leaning into kill points because you're gonna get yours, they're gonna get theirs, and then you just need to kill more of them. Which is so, if that's what you want to do, that's go the same for as it. For payload, yeah, but, well, um, yeah. potentially. I mean, or but at least with payload, payload your breakthrough. Yeah, I like I like payload over over uh, Vaps. I don't think Vaps. Yeah, what about over through. what about? Well, I think payload. I think payload might be your best objective. That's what I was where yeah. I'm leaning. It's really uh, just a question of does key become? Are there better options than key because you don't have force push? Yeah, I wouldn't. I would be tempted. You have an HSC. You just to step drop on key. Yeah, I, I could you, be convinced just, to not put key in there though. And yeah. put something else it doesn't in. take much for me to cut key because I just don't like playing it. Yeah, uh, everyone likes fair. It defaults to key, so I think you could put something else in that no one wants to play to make payload more likely to come up. 
deployment. Sure. Um, the one challenge we run into is we've I've talked about before how rollout is really bad for bikes, so that gets a little rougher. Um, yeah, I I put rollout in mine. That way, I can scout three with my ATST. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's how you do it. Is your ATST just gets you? You don't have thing. to scout the bikes. Well, it's but when you're long ways to long ways, it's harder to flank the bikes. Yes, your opponents. Um, I think unlike will naturally make them more resilient to your bikes in rollout. Mm. It is the single. It is probably the single objective that bikes have the most trouble um getting the kind of shots that they want fair point so, um, that's i had long march in my list too and now that you're saying that i'd probably get rid of long march i still want rollout because atst is getting up yeah. in your face so this is the one thing about the bikes like how well do the bikes complement the atsts and should you maybe have more um storms roots and because like you know if you're worried about other armor um the specialist HH twelve combos available to you here. So like that's yeah. that's the only thing I worry about is do the a do the ATSTs and bikes make you good at two different sets of objectives or do they make you not good enough at any set of objectives? And it feels like the objectives are good. It's just finding the deploy getting the deployments right. So I have another one that I don't know that would be normal, but I I think Tempest likes hemmed it. I, I Hamden is broadly good. I, I um, think so. I agree with that. Yeah. Especially, we just talked about payload. Like, if you can force payload hemmed in, like it is darn close to an auto win. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think danger close is great for it. Um, yeah. Because you do get a little bit of bike flanking opportunity if your opponent looks like they're setting up in a way that the bikes aren't going to get a good flank. Uh, the oh. HTSTs just get right real close and get started. No, so you, they deploy and scout. And then you, like, if you drop one of your AGSDs first and scout it in, you try your opponents just like they have that's something you have if to you, react if you, to. Yeah, if you want to deploy in this this corner, that's fine. You're range two at the start of the game. Good luck. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's something that you have to consider immediately, and I don't know that um, people would be planning for that just yet. Like you know what I mean. Like you've got the kind of I'm in danger close. I've, I'm going to kind of ignore this bit of a table. This is where I'm going to kind of have most of my deployment be. You know, that kind of thinking. Sure. Having that scout to ATST and the fact that you've got your rapid reinforcements. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you can do that just messes people up. Um, so, yeah, danger close, hemmed in. I kind of like battle line for the same reason, which is strange for me because I don't normally like battle line if I'm running three bikes, three or four bike kind of lists. I don't. Battle lines, no, battle lines is great for battle bikes. Battle lines is good for bikes, typically because yeah. you don't so set them up the, on a hard flank. The reason, reason why I don't really like it is because I never have enough deployments because I load oh, up yeah. my troops. So because I'm bad at the game, yeah. caveat in Even in battle lines, you find a piece, a heavy piece of cover, preferably toward the outside, and you just place your bikes behind it. Like that's actually a reason why I really began to like bikes. Is I found with like I was playing, you know, Vader, Vader Dubacks for a while, and it was like, oh, uh, I can't place my snipers too early, or my opponent will set up like, you know, a Leia or some way to to like spike or threaten them. And, you know, my do-backs, like, I kind of need to know where my opponent's going on sometimes, depending on the deployment. Or, you know, like, figure out these pathing. And bikes, it's just like, put them in cover and figure out later, man. 
put them in a building on your put them behind a building on your side pointed so that they can get around and you're fast enough you don't need them to attack turn one um yeah sometimes it's almost your detriment and you're fast enough to you know your turn one move is putting them where you wanted them to be yeah so we have hemmed in um danger close and battle lines what's your fourth deployment then yeah. Like I said, I like rollout. I like the idea of rollout, but you guys are probably right in that doubling down uh, on uh, the scout is not ideal. You know what's nice so. is maybe you put rollout in and just hope your opponent didn't listen to this podcast and they veto it. <laughs> so personally, I would look at advanced positions. Yeah. Then your stormtroopers are scouting, oh. your scouts are scouting. You've got that potential to get your ATSDs and bikes in weird positions anyway. Yeah. Sure. So I think advance would be my fourth. Yeah, advance yeah. and disarray, I think, are both. Maybe flavor to taste. Yeah. I don't know about disarray. I suppose you guys have said about throwing the bikes in the one and everything else in the other. So yeah, given it's, that it's... works for it, if that works for Blizzard, it'll work for this. So Yeah. And then for conditions, you know, ironically there's a case for limited viz. I know that makes Chris happy. I mean, um, limited viz is, in tr- I mean, when you can apply the scalpel pressure of your ATST's grenade launcher, as we were just discussing, because I'm already at range two, depending on deployments. Yeah. I agree. I think that yeah. there is a decent argument for that. Um, supply drop seems nice because your scouts can steal repair tools. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate I I've not I haven't sweeped the deck yet, so I automatically veto supply drop without actually having consideration to balance of the game. But if I wasn't a moron, as we've discussed previously, I agree. I I like supply drop because I uh, yeah. I end up putting supplies on my opponent's side to zone out places that he wants to put that they want to put theirs in. Yeah. And then they're going to be in bad positions. So you can go for it, and I'm going to light you up for it. It, it ends up being eh, clear conditions plus yeah. for me, because clear I usually set it up in a way that... Virtual. Sounds good to me. Say so, Zach? Yeah. I wouldn't hear you. You were breaking up. I didn't hear you. Clear conditions plus the occasional repair tool. Sounds great to me. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. So given that I have two ATSTs with grenade launchers, I like fortified. Fortified is one of those ones that might hurt your bikes, but I mean, I guess you've got vetoes too, right? So if you're playing with your battle deck and you're like, oh, Fortified will hurt my bikes more than it'll make my ATSTs ooga booga. Um, yeah. I, I just, I'm, I haven't sold myself on it yet. And then what about I, rapid reinforcements? Because you already have the option to rapid reinforce. So do you terrify someone into an extra veto? Like the rapid reinforced dark troopers kind of becomes that. I can't let you have that. If you just remind someone, you know, I get to do one of these anyway if I want to. So rapid reinforcing I, two bikes does sound more compelling. Well, you can only ever do one bike because yeah. rapid re- rapid reinforces special forces and uh, oh trooper. Yeah, yeah. It's troopers. Yeah. yeah so, but you can do one bike and then two troopers at that point. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fan of rapid reinforcements in general. I generally don't have the old fifth edition 40k player in me likes the idea of rapid reinforcing three units. 
So I would say that the bad thing about rapid reinforcing in this style of list is that you're probably lower on order count, so it will tend to hurt, potentially hurt you. Yeah. Sure. I won't say it definitely will. It's not like, if you're running the scout list, I would 100% take rapid reinforcements. Yes. Yep, I'd agree with you there. But if you're doing the mechanized one, nah. Yeah. Nah. And I don't like fortified positions, even with all the grenade launchers. I think it doesn't matter for your ATSTs, but it makes it harder for everything else. So you have sharpshooter, which is nice, but like they got to get close. Yeah. So we've got limited um, supply, clear. What's your fourth then? Um, Feel that has too much potential to hurt you because your your units are fragile. Your non your non vehicle units are your non ATSTs are fragile. I I wouldn't do minefield. I I don't have limited viz either in mine. I have clear, hostile, war weary, and supply drop. Um, but I basically hostile. just I just copied and pasted my yeah. my conditions from war weary feels good because it's a little less common than hostile. Um, and you're for a variety of reasons want to be bundling up around your ATST anyway with your couple trooper units. I think. Well, the scouts have have courage to already. Yep. And the ATSD, the field commander, only has courage to anyway. So, oh yeah, so it's blank for you. It's basically doesn't matter. I mean, you'll have the one stormtrooper, but the stormtrooper has binoculars, so he's going to be sticking next to the ATSDs yeah, anyway. The binos are a repair bot, probably. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to be hanging out next to Mark One anyway. So realistically, yeah, we're weary. Doesn't doesn't. I don't care. I really don't care about War Weary in my yeah, list. Um, yeah. host, hostile is a question, um, just in case they get around flanking shots from your ATSDs, because basically your guys are going to hide behind the ATSDs. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go from there. Zach may have sold me on limited viz purely because I then don't know if they can kill two ATSDs. Well, if your ATSD is already at range two, like, yeah, right. that's the it's only saying, thing they can like, shoot at. Yeah, you get the agency in choosing that, though. Sure. I can, you know what I mean? I don't have to do that. But so it, I think the, it, it, it I think it's be, playable. I don't think yeah. I'd have to. But there'd be times where I might ban it out, but I also think there'd be times where I'd be, I'd ban to it. Sure. I'd just be concerned you know, that it would also benefit, like, if you went up against Bright Tree, you know, oh, yeah, you can't shoot my horde of, horde of uh, Ewoks. Yeah. Which case you just ban out of it, but still. Yeah. It'd be a real bad day if your Ewoks are suddenly range two of your army and then you just don't have enough to take them out. Look, man, we need reinforcements, okay? It's true. It's true. Um, I you almost want to cut clear then. You do limited viz, hostile, war weary, and then supply drop. Just not have clear conditions at all. Maybe. Yeah. I hate it. Okay. So any final thoughts on Tempest Force? That's that's all my pontificating until I can Isn't the game the or two. Isn't our logo the one from Endor? Yeah. Okay. We were Tempest Force all along, guys. Oh, yeah. Deploy the Tempest. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is Tempest Force is, is the garrisoned force on Endor, so it, it time needs to, be to deploy. Deployed. Deploy the garrison. Here we go.